Welcome to the Red Letter Christians podcast. Red Letter Christians gets our name from the Bibles that highlight the words of Jesus in red. And we're aspiring to live as if Jesus meant the stuff he said. We know that the loudest, most prominent voices representing Christianity in America haven't always been the most beautiful or the most faithful voices. And we know that the way we change the narrative is by changing the narrators. We are committed to amplifying the voices of people who are dedicated to Jesus and to justice. Hey, everybody, this is Shane Claiborne, and I'm so glad that you could tune in to the show. Some of y'all are listening to the radio show, some to the podcast, some might even be watching this via video, Uh, but. I've been doing the show for a bunch of years and recorded every week. Okay. I miss a few weeks here and there, but the, like by far the shows that people seem to enjoy the most are the very few shows (laughs) in which my special guest is my special wife. (laughs) So Katie Joe is joining us uh, on the show today Mm -hmm. and uh, Hey honey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And we also, uh, you know, we thought it's the end of the year, so we could do a little looking back, looking forward. Mm-hmm. We do this together as a uh, annual tradition, thinking back over the year that we've just lived out and looking forward, some highs and lows kind of thing. And so to get us going, y'all, in case you haven't heard, this goes both as a highlight of last year and Something we're looking forward to next year mm-hmm. is what, hon? We're having a baby. We are having a baby. <laughs> so Big surprise in life. <laughs> 48 years young here and having a baby. <laughs> so uh, we've been married 12 years, 12 yeah. wonderful years, and didn't really think we could have kids. Didn't think a ton about it, but uh, mm-hmm. I won't go into a lot of detail, but we had an opportunity to have kids and just didn't. And then all of a sudden, boom. Didn't we have a neighbor a few years ago tell us we were getting into grandparent age? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> now we're going to be parents. Uh, yeah. So a lot of our friends are grandparents. And, you know, the good thing about having a baby <laughs> in your 40s is uh, there's lots of other teenagers around from our peer friends that have their kids are grown up a little bit we got a little village here um and you and said you ready. get lots of free things when you're when our kids 20 because <laughs> you'll be a senior yeah you get free, free coffee. coffee at mcdonald's what did my mom say about the car hun she's gonna buy <laughs> bless her heart <laughs> she's trying to buy us a car for him when he's 16 because she don't think she'll be around that's morbid but the <laughs> thought that my mom is thinking like when the kid gets a driver's license she's gonna be well not young anyway it's great we're pumped and we're eating healthy you should show if folks that are watching you might they might want to see your little baby bump it i know sorry if you're listening to the podcast but boom, look at <laughs> i sing to him every morning don't i hun? yep and at night usually and at night um, you know, they say that a baby, I mean, there's lots of miracles to go into here on the, the, uh, I mean, the, the like things you could just reflect on, on the miracle of life, but the baby has ears uh, really <laughs> early on. Right. And then <laughs> get here can recognize singing. Yes. You recognize mm-hmm. your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is exciting. 
and uh, he'll, what else? What are we I mean, the baby's big. That? We're thinking, we're thinking about that big. So, you know, here we are in Advent and mm-hmm. Christmas, thinking about Mary with the baby Jesus Savior in her womb, and it, it's it's deep. Yeah, it's deep. Uh, so other highlights. Moving <laughs> Uh, we celebrated 25 years in the community here at the Simple Way this year. That was I, cool. That was really fun. We had a huge block party, little bounce, things, houses. bounce houses, and um, put pictures out yeah, over the fun. years. Remembered the fire that burned everything down halfway through about 12 years ago. And now we have a community center with a gym and all kinds of stuff. That's where we had a lot of our 25 year anniversary. And I told people, if you've been inspired by the simple way, you can celebrate with us. And if you've been disappointed by the simple way, you can that happens too. It happens too. But that was a good one. life. Um, Just as exciting as the 25th anniversary is we went to Dollywood this year too. Dollywood. For the international listeners, you may not know that Dolly Parton, the great music legend uh-huh. is from Tennessee and bought up an amusement park that we knew as a child as Silver Dollar City and turned it into Dollywood. Now, you know, at first you might think that's a little corny, you know, but no, it is not. The no. the roller coasters are epic. Epic. And they have the old school ones that are like wooden Scary. and scare you. And to you death. cry. Mm-hmm. What happened when you rode that, hun? That was the last time we went to Dollywood. <laughs> We've been a couple of times. I cried. I got so scared. Katie cried on the roller coaster. She got so scared. But I if you rode the fall. thing, you would understand that, that you, you feel like you could fall. But um, you also have things like a bird show. And yep. um, uh, you can make candles. There's like candle. blacksmiths there. You can oh, make yeah. you can mm-hmm. make stuff with the blacksmiths, which we're, um, you know, we like. And now um, she has a water park. Mm-hmm. It was for my mom's 70th birthday. So it was all the family. Yes. That so, was fun. Check out Dollywood. We also went to the Splash Park. Yeah, the um mm-hmm. that was something special. And right in the vein of Dollywood is that we got a relic of Saint Francis. Yeah. Wait, how's that connect, Hans? <laughs> I mean <laughs> I have no idea the connection there. But Dollywood we and Francis. Did. Thanks to my friend David Leo Schultz. We we have a Vatican certified uh we should have brought that up. Relic of Francisco. You can go get it if you want. No, we, we should keep going. But that means what is it? It's like a piece of his hair. Or skin or, or skin. bone. <laughs> Sorry. Some of our evangelical friends, they I mean, you know, the I, it's, it's a little weird, you know. I mean, there's there's some of these icons are like a finger or a hand of somebody that you towed around, but I think it's a way of connecting us to the Some's the whole body. The holy ancestors of the Incorruptible. St. John Newman's here in Philly. Yeah, you know, we have a whole body of St. John there's Newman. There's quite a but, few that are incorruptible. But now, y'all, we have Francis, the St. Francis down in our living room. We talk to him just like he's here. Yeah. And um he takes care of our yard and our animals <laughs> he does not he does not know how to weed eat let me tell you oh, yeah, but you know, know. We, we had these little prayer cards that had the prayer of francis on it and what happened honey we had them beside the um the Saint francis oh no don't tell it you can't well they kept falling on the floor they and like sometimes out. it's kind of weird like we'd have them really stacked and they fly out across the room like come to find out not just fall out 
They're like made in China. Well, and me on this whole journey about says it in the printing made in China. Where uh, things get printed. Yeah, maybe not that responsibly treating they, workers and things. Yeah, the factories that do print books and things in China. Okay. So <laughs> we have St. Francis. Come visit sometime. You can see um a piece of St. Francis. Uh Shane but the other I thing, need a snack on we here. just don't chomp on it while people are listening. But Some people you can, like you can the ASMR stuff. Just to eat to take care of the um, baby in the womb. But, but oh, okay, so also back to Dolly Parton. We also, a highlight of 2023 was, I mean, honestly, I feel I, I get a little blushy and weird about this because I'm, I'm not, um, you know, I'm, it's, it feels weird to me to get awards. But I was very honored to receive uh, the beloved community award for social justice from uh, Dr. Bernie, Bernie's King, Dr. King and Coretta Scott King's daughter. And we went to the Martin Luther King Center and um, celebrated. But this is where it re- comes back to Dolly Parton. Dolly was also honored, but apparently it's her birthday too. So she didn't, she, she didn't come. you know, but she made a little video and whatnot. But the, here's the thing is that was, that was a highlight for me. Yeah. Oh, cool. They surprised me with Reverend Barber, Reverend William Barber came and presented the award because he got it last year. Um, we got to dance the night away. Oh, a bunch of our families and friends came. So oh, that was awesome. lovely. And we're enjoying an ongoing friendship with the King Center and Dr. Vonetta West, who's done a bunch of stuff with us at Red Letter Christians and Dr. Bernice King. So that was a highlight for me. Um, you know, we've been making lots of stuff out of this stuff out of guns. Oh, yeah. That's, we we, we looked at our pictures from 2023, and we have all kinds of stuff we made out of guns. So you have to describe it to the people that are only listening, audio only, but you should um, share some of your artwork, hon. My beads, my prayer beads. So for those that are listening, Katie has been making these um, oh, there's the prayer beads and earrings as well out of the... So the wood stock is from the gun we... How do you do that? You should describe it a little bit. Huh? How, you how, make you make a, how you make a bead out of wood. It's actually, wood from guns. It's pretty fun because it's just a bit that goes onto your drill press. And you can make all different sizes. And then I put them in oil. Oil. Or oil. Yeah, down south said, oil. Up north oil. it's oil. Mm-hmm. Oil. And uh, then we put a heart from the gun barrel on there i had to learn quite a few new knots yeah and for those of that you that have tracked the work of raw tools inspired by the prophets mike and isaiah beating swords into plows and spears into pruning hooks we beat guns into all kinds of cool stuff and repurpose them and transform them so we've got earrings that katie's holding we've got like and of uh, course the person that never wears jewelry me has been commissioned to make jewelry. Yes. But and you don't even wear jewelry, but you're making earrings, which is great. That's what I just said. I don't think he was listening. <laughs> was listening. <laughs> um, the other thing that we've got is um, we've, we've learned a metal cast. So this is when, this is different from blacksmithing, but um, this is when you take the metal and you melt it down like a candle wax and pour it into molds. So uh, I'm holding this up, but for folks listening that we we've been pouring brass from bullet casings that we find in our neighborhood or we find in the parks and others of them that are donated. We melt that down and we pour it into these things. That was fun. um, Pretty incredible um, and powerful. The idea that 
you can make something beautiful out of something ugly. Uh, what is the 18? What does the brass melt at? Like 16,000 degrees. No. It's either 1600 or 1800. What also needs aluminum too. Yes. Assault weapons. What also should be noted in this is that Katie is the more um, officially trained blacksmith of the two of us. Oh, the one class. Well, it was a long class and very in-depth, but um, she went to the, the John C. Campbell My teachers school. were awesome. Her teacher won Both the forged did. by fire, forged in fire, where they make the knives and stuff. And They won uh, the master and apprentice one. Yeah. They were both my teachers. So... He's it was pretty awesome. And this year, I forgot this one, hon. What? We made a cross that was delivered to Pope Francis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh and, and the week after he got it, he was talking about it with a friend of mine. And uh, my friend said, It sounds like Pope Francis really likes the cross that you guys made. Um, so that's really cool. And that also relates to another wonderful visit we had. Uh, for folks that are part of the Anglican Communion, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and his wife, Caroline, they visited us. Visit. And not just like pop through, but they stayed in our home. We They're got so lovely. Grill in the backyard and show them the neighborhood and go to the shop where we chop up guns. And that's where Ju- it was actually uh, Archbishop Justin's idea that we um, make a cross for the popes. So we blessed it and sent it off with him. And that was a lovely visit because they've had a heavy year. Justin's dad or Justin's mom died and um, he's taken, um, been very courageous speaking um, out for immigrants and refugees and folks that are being persecuted because of their sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so 85 million people in the Anglican communion. So that's a very large ship to try to steer. And we also weren't sure if we could talk about, you know, our friend's some friends of ours watch the crown show and really like it, but you know, they're the pastors to the Royal family. So you have to kind of, I don't know if they like the crown, you know, or whatever. So, but that was good. So we had a visit from Justin Caroline. We had also had a visit from the new mayor of Philadelphia, uh, Miss Sherelle Parker. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, the first female mayor in the city of Philadelphia's history. And, uh, so it's that's been really great. And mm-hmm. um, she happens to be African-American, too, and really cares about our neighborhood. The, all three mayoral candidates were um, three. female. Yeah, the three leading ones, oh. the leading ones. Yeah. And we had a bunch of other dudes that were, you know, okay. And, you know, some of them came out, too. But anyway, um, we're not endorsing. We're just saying it was nice to have her visit. She went in one of the abandoned houses and came to visit the shop and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a highlight. Yep. You know, what we should also note is that um, about your school, Katie's school that she teaches in. Well, no, I don't teach there. I just go to help. <laughs> your but, kids all call you their teacher. Well, so I, I just you do go some, help with math remediation. Volunteer. I just help with math remediation. Well, your students love you and they yell down the street. Um, but uh, we got to take the forge up, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We, we, um, went uh you know we got the forge and all the black career day, stuff. Wasn't it career yeah. day? and the kids got to wear an apron and act like they were blacksmiths it was so cute that was a fun day um and the school also is interesting because it's a school that has a lot of love from people like katie and um but it is 
one of those schools that is inadequately funded, as they would say, many people in our country say, our schools are no longer segregated, but they still have segregated budgets. And uh, I believe it's also, if not the oldest school building in the city of Philadelphia, it's one of the oldest. So mm-hmm. there's no proper air conditioning units. So if it gets to a certain temperature in Philadelphia, there's a list of at least 20 schools that um, close for the day because they can't mm-hmm. like the third floor of Casares gets in the upper 100s and they can't 100 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a lot of Celsius, really, really hot. Yep. So they don't go to school if it's too hot. And the thought that you have to let kids out of school because they don't have air conditioning, but we can pull money out of the sky when there's a war is very offensive. And I think of those words of Dr. Martin Luther King, by the way, that said uh, a country that spends more money on military defense than on programs of social uplift, like education, is approaching a spiritual death. Lord have mercy. Well, what does that communicate to children when they see that the building they learn in, the city doesn't care enough to even give them air conditioning? Mm. Mm. What does that tell them? Mm. Of their value. And the, and it tells you about us, too. There's our a great principle there, though. Get, make, getting some change done. Mm. She's fighting against a lot of, what do you call them? Principalities, Principalities and, powers. and powers. Yeah, that's really true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should say that the school had a name change, too, which is they interesting. Because, you know, there's this. The I mean, one of the things that this year has also shown us is that our country here in America is sort of at a crossroads as far as like um, in a lot of a lot go? of different ways to 25 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to you talk for this long yeah, on a regular basis. If you're just tuning in, everybody, that sassy voice you're hearing next <laughs> to me is my wife. Katie Joe is my guest today. Um, but the school that Katie has been volunteering in and working in um, was called the Sheridan. Sheridan Elementary. And Sheridan was a military general that sadly was most notably known for saying uh, essentially the only good Native American is a dead Native American. And um, you know, as we look at our country, there's a lot of battles over the heroes that we recognize through history and the people that we erase or don't recognize. Um, I mean, for instance, Philadelphia was a route of the Underground Railroad, but you would almost not even know that part of our history of folks escaping slavery and things like that. But there's all kinds of monuments to war folks. And so the fact that our school was named after this person who the only thing we really know about him is that terrible quote mm-hmm. um so there was a move to the whole get, neighborhood voted the whole neighborhood voted you had to five re- choices i think to right? change the name yeah and a couple of them were they were all really very very interesting leaders but um, our, who won was gloria casares who was a student at the school yep and she was the first was it like a um in the city it was yeah it was like, like a, a- the LGBTQ advocacy. rights and advocacy department, like the, the, the first office one, of our city. Which so, is pretty cool. Yeah. Now. She has a plaque downtown. A plaque downtown and a yeah. rainbow flag up at the former Sheridan, now Casares Elementary yes. School. It's pretty awesome. So that's around the corner. And it's cool to think like, you know, just as we're doing with the guns, all things can be made new. 
we can remember history accurately and mm-hmm. celebrate the uh, people, people that, that need, need to be, be celebrated. celebrated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sheridan. We have a we have a habit of um, when we're traveling, like we do a lot of road trips, traveling and stuff. And when we see a a um, uh, uh, like a um, oh pla- a historic um, marker, yeah, we research it, and it is amazing. There's not many that the are names good. of the people. You know, like the more you read about it, I mean, even the schools, um, or even instances yeah. like here. Well, I just how they reword it. Yeah. So, so. anyway. Mm-hmm. This is where we find ourselves in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Other so. quick things would be family, lots of good family visits because the baby's coming. So family's coming. Tell us about your family, honey. We have what? we have like really fun Southern families. Katie's yeah. families from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mine's from Tennessee. I have one sister. She got four kids. Mm-hmm. So they're a blast. Yeah. And they just came for a visit. All of them. Except for the big boys. I'm an only child and an only grandchild on both sides. My mm-hmm. dad died when I was young. So, like, this having a baby thing, it's a pretty big deal. It's a big, big deal. deal. So, yeah. Um, another highlight always is our gardens. Yes. But this year, we had the most epic load of figs, didn't so we? So many figs. Oh, mm. I should have froze some. I love a fig. Yeah, that was a lot. And we had a catastrophe with a chicken. We won't talk about that. Keep it moving. We grew kiwis. Well, we did like grow the kiwis. furry fruit. The the but these kiwis. are the hairless hardy kiwis. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have the fur, so you can just eat them like a plum. Oh my gosh, they're so good. So we, who knew you could grow kiwi fruits in Philly? In Philly. Well, grapevine. You made grape grape stuff. I botanist with thousands of grapes. Yeah, it's nice to have just a space where kids can come and eat grapes. Our raspberries are trying to make come back. Yep, we love our gardens. Yep, he rescued a rabbit, so we've got a rescue rabbit that was found in the alleyway. I saw her jumping over a fence; her feet were in the air. And uh, this is not while she was pregnant, but before. And um, uh, and we rescued a chicken this year that got away. What was his name? The kids named him. I mean, y'all got to understand. Her. We the are in the car. Her name was like Marco or something. <laughs> this is chicken. And we rescued a, a baby owl that was injured. Oh, that was not here, though. That my was niece cute. And her owl. friend rescued a baby screech owl. Oh my gosh. I'll just put some pictures thing. up. It was the cutest thing. And it made it, but yeah. it was drowning when we found it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We're thinking through the highlights of 2023. We just dedicated today, actually. Um, we, we got two new homeowners. Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia, we've been working on three abandoned houses. We got three more abandoned houses that we're fixing up. And uh, so I won't That's go exciting. into too much detail, but it is just really exciting. So that was certainly a highlight. I see people get homes. Yeah. One of them, one of the neighbors was walking down the street right after they signed for it. They were so excited. And if you want to support that work, you can go to simplehomes.org. Nice. And, yeah, That's a good plug. Um, so we got a couple minutes left, honey, and I know how you like to, um, steal the airwaves. So if you have any closing thoughts, um, we are, you know, heavy hearted with everything happening in Gaza and have a lot going on to try to call for peace as we remember the Prince of Peace this season. Mm -hmm. But we got a lot to look forward to in Mm -hmm. 2024. Having a baby is one of them. We don't actually have a full name yet. You want to talk about the names in the last minute that no. we have? Okay. But did you want to mention the um um 
nativity scene that they did as you yes. talk about Gaza? Well, that's pretty, it's not in Gaza, it's in the West Bank, but it's powerful. Katie and I actually went to, um, we've been all over Palestine and Israel and the Holy Land. We went to Hebron and um, went to um, Bethlehem, the mm-hmm. birthplace of Jesus. And this year we've been doing a lot with different leaders over there, but um, there are so many great Palestinian Christian theologians and leaders. And one of those is Munther Isaac. And uh, he said that Christmas is going to be celebrated differently Mm. this year in um, the occupied West Bank. And, um, And one of the things that they did was they had the traditional nativity, but it was covered in rubble. Mm-hmm. And solidarity and grieving for the families that uh, have been devastated by the violence in Gaza and and always grieving the lives lost in Israel and the folks that are still held hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like so heavy hearted for the um, I mean, it's almost 7000 kids now, children that have died and mm-hmm. uh, almost 20,000, I think, folk, people in, in Gaza that have been killed. So um Munther's whole point, they asked him, where is God in the war? And he said, God is under the rubble. Mm. And if Jesus was born today, he would be in the rubble. Mm. And uh, Mm. so Jesus is with those mourning mothers and with those kids that lost their brothers and sisters and Mm. mothers and fathers. And um, But it's all the more reason to remember this season that we have a Savior that is with us, that Mm. came and was born into the rubble. Mm. And... uh, and and triumphed over all the violence and hatred and evil to show us a way forward. So celebrating this this season with my wife mm-hmm. and baby in the womb. This Advent, yep, with Mother Mary, Francis downstairs, <laughs> and all of you. We couldn't ask for a better circle of supporters and friends. And uh, hope you have a great rest of this year and a great 2024. Mm-hmm. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Red Letter Christians podcast. Too often, Christians have used our faith as a ticket into heaven and a license to ignore the world we live in. But at Red Letter Christians, we believe our faith is not just about going to heaven when we die, but also about bringing heaven to earth while we live. For more information on Red Letter Christians and upcoming events, additional resources, you can go to the show notes or our website, redletterchristians.org. You can also support Red Letter Christians by giving a one-time donation or becoming a monthly sustainer. Just go to our website and click the red donate button. Thank you for being a part of this conversation and for being a part of this movement.